but we started hearing really weird noises coming from all around us. It was almost like coughing, but more rhythmic and deeper. He comes off to the base of the trail, a rocky slope. Halfway up, he sees something. He looks through his binoculars, and sure enough, it's the body of a little boy, stuffed in a little opening in the rock. There's no sign of Batman out there, guys. Batman is not real. <laughs> Get over yourselves, but the Mothman? Hey everybody and welcome back to We the Haunted episode number 22. I am Trevor, Haunted Faith, and we also have Lily, the one and the only. Sparkles. Sparkles. Add sparkles. <laughs> That's too much work, honestly. <laughs> I'll add them later. It's fine. <laughs> and you just put like these shitty little like pixelated I'll, gifs I'll, of sparkles. I, I will put I will intentionally put a non-transparent JPEG of sparkles over your face for like 10 it's just seconds. It's like this white square and yeah. it's just spark oh, shitty sparkles. Oh, it's it, it's going to be a black square with like random purple and pink dots in it. Oh, I love it. That's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> Guys, I'm really tired. Sorry. No, this <laughs> <I'm> is tired. <laughs> this, this is a borderline drunk unofficial drunk podcast it's the uh oh the sleep deprived podcast sleep, sleep welcome back to everybody we the sleep we, deprived we, we, the, <laughs> we the sleep deprived or the sleep deprived <laughs> uh, name of a band <laughs> the sleep deprived oh god is that a band <laughs> Where's my Spotify gonna, at? Where's your Spotify? Okay, it, 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 it got dark because it covered up my, my, my screen. The it's slip. okay. You, you had to use your uh, makeshift uh, light. <laughs> Look it up. Uh, Possibly. Um, if it is, that's our band name, even though we're not musically inclined. Uh, <laughs> at all. No. There is the closest that you get is a song called Sleep De Deprived, and there is a playlist called The Sleep Deprivation Project. Okay. Oh, The Sleep Deprivation Project? Do you know about that? I've heard of it, yeah. That was okay. something they did in like, Germany or Cross Asia somewhere. Uh, Russian. And, Russian, yeah. I, I, and I know. Uh, it's not a real story, but it's three, uh, two, one. Okay. <gasps> holy shit how'd you do that <laughs> my my pro podcast lighting abilities is i typed in white square on google <laughs> and now i just magnified it <laughs> beautiful so for, professional for, for, for audio people with only audio I have a jpeg of a white square illuminating my my my, my face because i am not lazy, I am efficient. <laughs> efficient. Efficient. Uh, work smarter, not harder, as some exactly. people like to say. <laughs> exactly. To me, I'd be like, I'm just being a lazy ass, <laughs> and I'm going to do this, and you're just going to have to deal with it. <laughs> See, Sorry. I, I, I could do this. Oh, you could do that. But, th but that doesn't make it as creepy. Not it's not spooky. You're not like me where you fade into the black of the background. See now you're fading into the background. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, anyway. Oh, oh, oh yeah. By the way. By the way. By the way. <laughs> Just like a nice Please continue with in. the podcast. Yes. Okay. I can do it. Okay. I'll do my best. Um, so guys. I'm doing something different today. I'm doing something a little different. You cannot take me seriously when you're staring like that. <laughs> I was trying really hard <laughs> to take it seriously. And I'm like, I can't stare at you with your face so zoomed in. <laughs> Our poor uh, viewers. <laughs> anyway. See the pores in your face. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'll be kept <laughs> they can see one. my wrinkles, so it's fine. Yeah, I know you're old anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for it. <laughs> Fuck it. 
It's not but age, it's depression. Anyway, continue. It's not just age depression. Okay. So, today, guys, I am actually, it's my episode. Um, I'm actually doing something a little different. I'm not actually, um, I've come across this story. And it's one I came across in, like, 2016. Um, and it's really interesting because I have this, like, uh fascination with like the woods so um and I'll get into it more at the end of the podcast but um I'm one of those people that I like to just go get lost in the woods <laughs> like uh me and my father used to go on hikes a lot um just on the proper on their property and they have a pretty big property it used to be my grandfather's farm and um talk about getting lost um coming across abandoned graveyards and things like that abandoned houses and um all kinds of stuff like I've learned how to figure out where if um hidden graves are uh unmarked graves um houses that used to be there are gone uh fun fact if you don't know if you ever go walking in the woods somewhere and you see a bunch of like um very nice yellow flowers in like a big patch it means that a house used to be there fun fact because Because the wood well more because of like people used to plant flowers to indicate where they were so you can see the bright yellow through the woods Oh, okay this is very easy to spot but those the kind of flowers that you plant are like bulbs so they would keep growing back every single year so they're kind of harder to die off so they've kind of just been there forever gotcha that's like a cool little uh tidbit but anyways I'm going to read the story to you guys um I will tell you who wrote it at the very end um, most of you probably will know this story, but I'm just going to jump right into it with no context because <laughs> it's uh, better as we uh, kind of build up on it. It starts out as I am a search and rescue officer for the U.S. Forest Service, and I have some stories to tell. So we're just going to jump right into it. I have a pretty good track record for finding missing people. So this guy um is a park ranger and um he's one of those people that has to do a lot of like search and rescues in like okay. uh, big like national parks and stuff like that most of the time they just wander off the path or slip down a small cliff and they can't find their way back the majority of them have heard the old stay where you are kind of thing and they don't wander off but I've had two cases where that didn't happen. Both bother me a lot. I used to, <laughs> I used them as motivation to search even harder on missing person cases. I get, when I get called on. The first one was a little boy who was out berry picking with his parents. He and his sister were together and the both of them went missing around the same time. Their parents lost sight of them for a few seconds. And then in both, <laughs> in that time, both kids apparently wandered off. When their parents couldn't find them, they called us. And when we came out to search the area, we found that the daughter, we found the daughter pretty quickly. And when we asked where her brother was, she told us that he had been taken away by the quote unquote bear man. So his first story here, talking about two children and um, right away it gets really suspicious on like what could happen of course when I was first reading this like way back when 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 she says bear man I automatically think about um, like a really shaggy man <laughs> yeah I, my, my true true crime brain kicks in and I'm like oh gosh some uh, person who's living off grid has like done kin- kidnapped a kid because there has been cases that um Uh, this is not a true crime podcast I know that but (laughs) I I just that's just where my brain goes to um automatically because I fear people more than uh than uh demons and shit that's a whole other story but (laughs) 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 I'm scared of people more than demons that's a shirt (laughs) yeah so yeah that could be a shirt (laughs) um so she said he gave her some berries and told her to stay quiet the bear man did that he wanted to play with her brother for a while the last she saw of her brother was he was riding on the shoulders of the quote-unquote bear man and seemed calm of course our third thought was our first thought was a dump 
abduction. My gosh, have you ever been able to, abduction is such a weird word, abduction. Ab, ab, abduction. abduction. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, okay. Do you ever look at a word and just be like, it just looks funny and you can't say it right? Not to my no. recollection. Really? Because I, okay, something's wrong with me then. Because I, like, words if like I, abduction or, like, sample, like, I look I look at it and I'm like, that doesn't look right. So I always, like, say it weird. The closest that I get to, to that is if there's a long word that I know I can't, like, say properly... Like, it looks, I, I know the word. Like, say, for example, um, I I don't, just, I sound out words, and then I just say it. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Yes, yes. <laughs> like, there, 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 there are words that, like, I can say, I just can't spell. Yeah. Like, guarantee. No, I'm not like that. I can spell them. Mine's like the other. Spell guarantee the other right thing. now. Guarantee, guarantee, yeah. guarantee. Spell it. Gar guarantee. Exactly. <laughs> G U A R N E T E E E E E E E E E E E E E. You, I, I guarantee you got that wrong to some extent. No, I know I did because uh, you can't do that to me because my brain's a one-track P brain and I can't do anything. <laughs> But if I was like sitting down writing a paper, like if I'm typing and stuff, like I'll know how to spell it yeah. without thinking. Like, you know, you're sitting there, you're typing and you spell it. But then, or like writing. My, if I'm like looking at the word, I'm like, that doesn't look right. My my point is guarantee does not spell how it sounds. No, it don't. No, it don't. <laughs> it don't. It really doesn't. But yeah. Ow! But anyway, sorry guys. I just yanked the shit on my ear <laughs> i like have a little earbud in today instead of big headphones and i just jinked the shit out of it <laughs> on my earring that really hurt okay <laughs> anyways um of course our first thought was abduction but we never found a trace of another human being in the area the little girl who also insisted that he wasn't a normal man but that he was tall and covered in hair like a bear in that he had a really weird face we searched in the area for weeks it was one of the longest calls i've ever been on but we never found a single trace of that kid the other was a young woman who was hiking with her mom and her grandpa according to the mother her daughter had climbed up a tree to get a better view of the forest and she never came back down they waited at the base of the tree for hours calling her name before they called for help again we searched everywhere and we never found a trace of her i have no idea where she could have possibly have gone because neither her mother or her grandpa saw her come down so both of these cases that he kind of um keeps in mind when he uh talks about this story is um two missing person cases which if i were a search and rescue person i feel like that would really bother me that would that has to weigh on somebody's mind really badly not yeah, being huh. able to find because like the whole fact jumping into the paranormal side of this especially with like the woods because obviously this is uh, taking place in like a forest and stuff yeah. um being lost in the woods it's so hard to even say of like what could be in the woods because you don't know or forests like there's usually it's just such a vast area you don't know what's in it and the possibility of something like mm, let's say like another realm opening up and like sucking you in and putting you somewhere else or like um, a mythical creature <laughs> bigfoot <laughs> like the first story uh just coming and taking you away um I would be, I'm like, like I said, I think I'd be more terrified of a person living off grid and coming up and getting me yeah. <laughs> other than anything paranormal coming up and getting me. I'd be out there trying to find the secret entryway into the netherworld out there <laughs> in the woods. <laughs> I would be like, yeah, let's go for this shit. But the moment I see another person, I'd be like, out of there. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Don't want to talk to you. 
Anyways, a few times I've been out on my own searching with a canine. Um, they have tried to lead me straight up to cliffs, not hills, not even rock faces, straight, sheer cliffs with no possible um, handholds. So when he would be searching or exploring, doing his normal routine with a dog, um, they were going straight to cliffs. They weren't like staying on a path. They weren't going up little hills. They weren't, you know, just kind of doing a normal roundabout sniffing everywhere they would just go straight to the cliff Mm -hmm. very strange so (laughs) it's always baffling and in those click cases we usually find the person on the other side of the cliff or miles away from where the canine had led us i'm sure there's another explanation but it's sort of strange so um as the dogs lead them to the cliff obviously you're like oh no they've jumped but then yeah. when they find the person, they're on the complete opposite side, which is strange. It's really strange. Again, like I just said, like one person jumping out of one into another. Yeah. Like a, like a time hole, like a time warp, like a, what would you call that? A time, a time loop, a time warp. Time slip. Time slip? Yeah, that's a better word. Time slip. That, like, to me, that's something like that. That's what it would uh, make me think of. Yeah. If you, like, that's the only thing I could think of, but it's really weird. One particular sad case involved the recovery of a, of a body. A nine-year-old girl fell down the embark, embark, embankment and got impaled on a dead tree at the base. <laughs> it was a complete freak accident. But I never forgot the sound of her mother Her mother made when we told her what happened. When she saw the body bag being loaded up into the ambulance, she let out the most haunting, heartbroken wail I've ever heard. It was like her whole life was crashing down around her. And a part of her had died with her daughter. I heard from another ASR uh, search and rescuer officer that she killed herself a few weeks later to what happened. She couldn't live with her daughter's loss. I was teamed up with another SAR officer because we received reports of bears in the area. We were looking for a guy who hadn't come home from climbing from a climbing trip when he was supposed to and ended up having to do some serious climbing to get to where um, we figured he'd be. We found him trapped in a small crevice with a broken leg and was not and it was not pleasant. He'd been out there for almost two days with uh, two days and his leg was obviously infected. We were able to get him out with a chopper, and I heard from one of the EMTs that the guy was absolutely inconsolable. He kept talking about how he'd been doing fine, and when he had gotten to the top, a man was there. He said that, he said the guy had no climbing equipment, which was very strange to him, and he was wearing a parka and ski pants. He walked up to the guy, and when the guy turned around, he said that he had no face creepy it was just blank he freaked out and ended up trying to get off the mountain too fast which which led to him falling into the crevice um oops sorry i lost my place okay he said that he could hear the guy all night climbing down the mountain and letting out these horrible muffled screams (laughs) that story bothered the hell out of me and i'm glad i wasn't there to hear it one of the scariest things that have ever happened to me involved a search and rescue for a young woman who had gotten separated from her hiking group we were out until late one at night because the dogs had picked up her scent when we found her she was curled up under a large rotted log she was missing her shoes and her backpack and she was clearly in shock she didn't have any injuries and we were able to get her to walk with us back up back to the base Along the way, she kept looking behind us and asking why that big man with black eyes was following us. We couldn't see anymore. So we just wrote it off as some kind of weird symptom of shock. But the closer we got to the base, the more agitated the woman got because she kept asking him to stop making faces at her. At one point, she stopped and turned around and started yelling into the forest, saying that she wanted him to leave her alone. She wasn't going to go with him. She said 
she wouldn't she wouldn't give up on him like she just couldn't like stop she just kept seeing him it was really bothering her we finally got her to keep moving but we started hearing really weird noises coming from all around us it was almost like coughing but more rhythmic and deeper it was almost insect like i don't really know how else to describe it when we were within sight side of the base um the woman turns to me and her eyes are about as wide as i can imagine a human could could open them touches my shoulder and says he tells me to tell you to speed up he doesn't like looking at your scar on your neck i have a very small scar on the back of my neck um that's mostly usually hidden underneath the collar of my shirt and i have no idea how the woman would have saw that right after she says I hear that weird coughing sound right in my ear. After she says that phrase to her, basically, he hears like the coughing like right up in his ear. And I just about jumped out of my skin. I hustled, I hustled her to the base. Every time I scroll, (laughs) I like lose my place. (laughs) And I'm sorry about that. Okay. I I jumped, (laughs) the sound of the coughing made me jump out of my skin and I hustled her back to the base trying not to show her how freaked out I was, but I have to say I was really happy that we left that area that night. This is the last one I'll tell. It's probably the weirdest story I have. Now, I don't know if this is true in every search and rescue unit, but in mine, it's sort of an unspoken regular thing that we run into. You can, you can try asking about it with the other SAR officers, but even if they know what they're talking about, they probably won't say anything about it. We've been told not to talk about it by our superiors. And at this point, we've gotten so gotten so used to it that it doesn't seem weird anymore. On just about every case, we were, we were really far into the wilderness. And I'm talking like 30, 40 miles. At some point, we will find a staircase in the middle of the woods. It's almost like if you took the stairs in your house, but you just cut them out. And then just like put them in the middle of the forest. I asked about it. I asked about it the first time I saw them. And then the other officer, I just kind of told me not to worry about it. And that was it. So it was a completely normal thing. But just um, they were just told not to interact with that. Everyone, everyone I asked said the same thing. And I wanted to go check them out. But I was told very empathetically that I should never go near them. I was just, I was just sort of ignored, ignored them. And when I run into them, because it happens so frequently. So he just kind of like ignores them and stuff. Um, that's his first part. <laughs> so I'm going to say it right now. Cause I don't know what time we're at or anything. Uh, tw- um, 22 minutes. 22 minutes. Okay, cool. I'll probably have enough time to read his second part. So, um, I'll say it right now since we're right in the middle. So this is a Reddit uh, user and his name is, I have it pulled up, hold on. His name is Search and Rescue Woods. So on Reddit in 2015, that was seven years ago, my God. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a long time ago. Um, underneath like the no sleep tab um a lot of people like to post um stories and um during the time this is what this guy posted so i thought it was very important to like read like his first beginning because it's just so like very um normal and then you get towards the it, it kind of builds a little bit being like oh this woman kept seeing the same guy that the little girl saw who took her brother and then like seeing things on my body that she shouldn't have seen and then and then at the very end turns it into like oh well then there's these staircases that are like in the middle of the woods but we're told not to go near them for some reason but you know I just don't think about it and I'm like you can't just do that you can't just (laughs) say something like that and not tell me what it's about so I'm going to talk a little bit about um, these staircases just for a little bit. So when this story came out, and he has multiple parts, since we've got enough time, I do have part two. So I'm going to read it to you guys. 
but I do strongly encourage for you to go read all of his parts because they're really good. Do you, do you know what this re reminds me of just from the information that I know? So, because I, I don't know what any of this shit is. I've never heard of this. Um, uh, this reminds me of, um, we mentioned it in the, uh, fuck, not Titanic, uh, Queen, the Queen Mary episode. Mm -hmm. Um, it reminds me because, uh, in, at, at, at the Queen Mary at one point, um, and obviously since this is on Reddit and it's written by a user, it's obviously a fake, but could be real type of story. Um, yeah. um. Imagine me of the Queen Mary where, not the Queen Mary like as a whole, let me finish this story. No, you're good, you're good, you're good. <laughs> um, just for the, the listeners out there, it reminds me of the Queen Mary when they got turned into a haunted attraction, how so many people's emotions and, 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 and energy got put into an idea about a real topic that yeah. their idea of the attraction part that was fake could possibly summon the idea of it being true yeah 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 and that's kind of like what i wanted to talk about with the story yeah because and i'll just go ahead and say it now we can mention it again at the end but um when this when his like uh stories started to blow up and things like that people started witnessing the same things that he was talking about in his stories but in real national parks like the, and, the staircases and everything? Yeah, staircases and everything. But I will go ahead and say um, an explanation to why you would run into staircases in the middle of the woods is um, point blank and simple that a house could have been there. An establishment could have been there. Um, any kind of structure could have been there. And just hey. somehow the stairs survived. Stone just, a stone yeah. staircase that leads into caves, into a cliff. Or if this, not saying with, with, with this one, so for this example only, I would give a, a hypothetical. Hypothetically, if a story like this got so popular, got like as popular as Slender Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. That people actually went out and moved or made stairs in the middle of the woods. Physically yeah. man-made stairs. Just yeah. leading to, to nowhere but beside the tree, yeah. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. I've never, I doubt, I don't know if this is the case or not, but another example. I, I don't know, but it was just so fascinating because back in 2016, when this really blew up, it blew up in 2015, but it kind of bleeded, bleeded into 2016. Um, a lot of people were like posting pictures and videos of like them finding stairs in the middle of the woods. Where did this happen? Like Midwest, North, South? Um, he, you know, he doesn't really say. Okay. Um, only because probably if, okay. If these are real, yeah. Um, to keep his identity safe. If these weren't real, to allude to the idea, it could be anywhere. Gotcha. So that's my take on that. But gotcha. anyways, I'm gonna go ahead and read his second part since uh, we've got plenty of time. His second part is pretty long, but it'll be perfectly fine. So on with his story with his experiences that he has had as a search and rescuer with uh you know running into very strange paranormal things all right he puts in that he logged back in that same night that he posted that and was really blown away about the amount of interest that uh people were giving to the to his stories so let's see all right right here all right as far as missing persons go i'd say about half of the calls are are related to um oh i'm sorry <laughs> i totally skipped a part guys <laughs> um since we're in a since while she catches up her her her, her, her place um there there's one thing that i wanted to say about about, about this while you get your place uh yeah. i have an update on on my computer so if you heard that i am sorry um Oops. anyway um one thing about this is, um, uh, I, I, I doubt that this inspired, um, the, no, wait, no, there's, <laughs> fucking stupid, there, there's no way that this inspired this, but the other way around. What if, if these were written in 2015, in, in, in were, 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 were they written in 2015 or did they get ugh, recognition? 
in 2015? Uh, both. Both? All right. My, um, obviously, just to, to reassure our audience, um, this story is inherently not true, but it yes. could be. Um, but what if the staircases that, that just randomly seen, what if whoever wrote, wrote this was inspired by the Winchester house? It would be an inspiration. I could see I could see the connections, except for it's like the total opposite. Yeah. So instead of a bunch of like uh hidden corridors and stuff in a in a house, yeah. You've just got take take the guts of it out of the house yeah. and just the wrinkle it. The, the Winchester woods. house literally has staircases that lead into walls. Yeah. So yeah. like the house part uh like uh they got inspiration from the theory not the physical place so they were like what if staircases that lead to nowhere to trick spirits and to trick people were literally placed in like a macabre sense in the woods Ooh, creepy i know a lot of people like to theorize that um these staircases lead to heaven they... i'm kidding no <laughs> uh lead to alien ships actually <laughs> okay that just popped another thing in my head this okay what the the um not it's not even a theory it's a thing i saw the um that reminds me of, 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 of a clip if any of you have watched the tv show it, it's like a spin-off like low budget thing but paranormal caught on camera a bunch of paranormal researchers and tv personalities they come together and just make this budget show where they just talk about possible true clips on the internet. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. And there's a clip. I, I don't remember where the clip was taken from, where in the world. I just know what happened in the, in the clip. For, for the people out there that are avid watchers of that show, you might know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. But um, uh, there was this guy that was walking down the street. And he, he lived in a, 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 a city. And there was like a 75-yard maybe a hundred foot, a, 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 a hundred yard building across from him. And he, and he was filming the video. And for the first 10 seconds, you're like, what the fuck am I supposed to be looking at? And he goes, guys, this is so weird. Do you see this above the, this building? And there's nothing except a bird. And I'm like, okay, no, he had a piece of glass in his hand about the half the size of your palm like a shard of glass and, and he goes do you guys see what's above this this building and then he goes no we'll watch this he put the shard of glass directly onto his camera like 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 on his phone and immediately as he did that a ufo appeared above the building and then he took the glass away and it went away back and uh -huh. forth back and forth it's, it, it's like the glass it's like the shard of glass like let the camera see another dimension or something huh. now now I, I let me make this clear i'm not claiming this to be real but like i was gonna say that sounds some really like some really good editing yeah. you know what i mean like but that's like, like a great chance to like in between frames like put it on the glass yeah. that's like perfect but like that's what it sounds like like i but. i like honestly that specific clip i doubt it's real don't care if it's real but <laughs> but um interesting uh, it, it it is interesting, but imagine like these staircases that supposedly theorized lead to to UFOs. If you theoretically put just a glass in front of your eyes or a camera, like what if a UFO just spawned on top of the Ooh. a UFO just spawned on top of the top of the staircases? And as long as long as you kept that glass in front of your screen, you were able to walk up the stairs and look through it. You could theoretically hop into a UFO. Oh, that's so creepy. <laughs> Oh, that's a that's a story. That could be yeah. a book. Yeah. <laughs> that's like the plot to a book. That's cool. That's cool. Guys, we're writing a book. Um this, this, <laughs> this is the theoretical at like at like episode because none of this is confirmed fact. It's yeah, just no 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 no. This is just all just like theories. Theories. The These title are all like the unofficial oh, title of this I mean, podcast what if it is real. <laughs> the unofficial title of the podcast is just gonna be just the word theories theory because <laughs> <Theory. laughs> i mean technically that's what like the paranormal is based off of yeah 
we're based off of your experiences and theories because we don't know why certain things happen all we can do is theorize we don't have a straight answer so i mean i mean i I mean i know everything about about the power of kitty i'm oh yeah you just know it all you just know it all okay yeah demons come from the seventh layer of hell I don't know what I'm talking about right now, but that That's sounded not good. Even. <laughs> that, that, that sounded cool in my that head. That sounded so real. <laughs> Reading straight out of the <laughs> oh, uh, what is it called? Uh, oh the Bible. no, no, what is oh. it called? Oh no, guys, Don't Don, Don, Don Inferno. Yeah. Yes. There you go. Anyway. I was like Da Vinci. <laughs> <laughs> the da Vinci. The fu- what the fuck is that movie with um um tom hanks no not wait yes yeah, sorry I, I was yeah. thinking, uh da vinci code whoa what is that i think it's raining here is it is it raining is that what that noise is? I hope so. I'm checking the weather channel right now. <laughs> that shit's fucking creepy. Like, outside of our door, it's like this very loud thumping. Like, someone's trying to start a release. No, it's sunny right now. Is I don't, it I, I don't know. No. What the fuck kind of cat sound like that? I don't know. I don't own a cat. <laughs> okay, I, th- I think it stopped. I think someone was dragging something, like, upstairs. Anyway. I'm, anyways. I'm, I'm, anyways. 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 All right, I'm going to read his second part since since, uh, we've got plenty of time. So, there has been an overwhelming amount of people mentioning similarity between some of my stories and those of David Pilates. So, this is another another person who kind of tells stories about, like, his experiences. I assure you I am not trying to rip him off in any way. I've got nothing but respect for the guy. He actually he's actually what inspired me to write this because I can verify a lot of the things that he talks about. We do have a lot of the same strange, mer- same mer- persons, missing person cases. Sorry, guys. And most of the time, they aren't really solved. Um, either that, or we find them in places that have no business being. And I personally haven't been on many calls like that. But I'll share a few that I have seen in a story that my friend told me that relates to this. There was a lot of feedback about the stairs. So I'll touch this on very briefly here. I'll also include a story. I'll also include a story. They come in a variety of shapes, sizes, styles, and conditions. Some are very dilapidated, just in ruins, but others seem like they come from a lighthouse. Others are very old fashioned. Uh, the stairs don't go up in- infinitely or farther than I can see. So they're very like a very normal staircase with like 12, 13 steps. Gotcha. Uh, but some sets are taller than others. So they do come in like, you know, various sizes that he says, uh, like I said before, just imagine the stairs in your house as if someone cut and pasted them and put them in the middle of nowhere. I don't have any pictures. It's never really occurred to me to try to me to try again after the first time. And I don't really feel like risking my own job over it. Very interesting. I'll try again in the future, but if I can't, I can't really promise anything. A few people express the confusion about the guy who who ran into the man with no face just to clarify when the climber ascended to reach the very top of the peak he saw another man in a parka and ski pants this was the man with no no face so he was just explaining but the part in the middle where he's talking about these stairs you know people were like uh you just mentioned stairs and just didn't say anything else about it um but anyways he goes on with his stories that are kind of like uh really weird really weird missing persons so as far as missing persons go i'd say about half of the calls i get are related to that the others are rescue rescue calls people who have like fallen down cliffs hurt themselves get injured by fire you know drunk kids things like that getting bitten or stung by animals or insects we're a tight team and we're we have veterans who are excellent at finding signs of lost people that's what makes these cases where we never find any trace of them so frustrating and one particular was upsetting for all of us because we did find a trace of them but it led to more questions than answers 
An older man had been hiking alone on a well-established trail, but his wife called called to say that he hadn't come home and when he should have. Apparently, he had a, a history of seizures, so she was like, oh, shit, like, um, gotcha. he could have a seizure in the middle of the woods. Can we go find him? Um, she was worried that he hadn't taken his medication and had suffered one out in the, on the trail. Before you ask, I have no idea why he thought it was okay to go out alone or why she didn't go with him. So he's like, don't know, don't ask. <laughs> I don't ask uh, that kind of thing because it, um, it's not really the point. It really doesn't matter. Someone is missing and that's my job to find them. We went out to a, in a standard search formation. It wasn't long before one of our vets found a sign that the guy had been gone off the trail. We, we grouped up and followed him spreading out into a fan to make sure we weren't covered to make sure we were just like covering a very big vast area. So basically like a big line, just like a big line of people. Yeah. Just walking straight. Big, yeah. Yeah. Just walking straight. A lot of search and rescuers kind of do that. They'll fan out really, really, really far, but enough to where they can still see each other and just go straight at the same pace. So that way they're covering more of an area. Gotcha. We grouped up and followed him, spreading out in a fan to make sure that we were covering as much ground as possible. Suddenly, a call comes over the radio telling us all to head back to the vet's location. We come right away because this usually means the missing person is injured um, and we need a full team to help get them out safely. We met back up and the vet just started just standing there at the end of at the base of a tree with his hands on his sides of his head. I asked my buddy what was going on. And he points up at the branches of the tree. I almost couldn't believe what I was seeing. But there was a walking stick dangling from the branch at least 30 feet off the ground. The little strap thing that hand the handle at the okay. So <laughs> he describes like the loop on the handle. So um, if you guys ever seen like a traditional walking stick, like an actual walking stick, it's usually just a long thick stick but at the end of it there's usually like a handle like a leather strap like a loop like like like, like, like here's, like, your, here's your stick oh no Focus. Like, like the the stick that uh you would see if uh, a blind person had to use it yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. sort yeah. of sort of like that but um a big old stick <laughs> not not that it's important but I'm just curious the the blind people sticks do they have a name or is it just sticks do you know? No. Okay. Then I should. <laughs> no, I, I, you, you should not. Neither, neither of us are blind, nor do I, nor do either of us know people that are blind. So I don't see a problem with that. But I, well, I, 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 maybe it's walking stick. Is it walking stick? It's probably just like called a walking stick. Oh, okay. Okay. But anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. They found it thirty feet up in a tree with the loop around a branch. Basically, what I was getting to. Fucking blind people are getting crazy. <laughs> Well, it wasn't, it was, it, it was a walking trail stick. It wasn't a blind person stick. It was a walking trail stick, which is, it's the, the same form, but different. I guess, you, well, no, it's the same. Form, Someone just said, fuck it. Toss it in the tree. And just yeah, run here. 30 feet up. Can you toss a, a walking trail stick 30 feet up in the air and then get the loop on a branch? Toss it, the tossing part easily. That good of aim to get it stuck, it would have to be luck. See, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> My point said. <laughs> There's no way the guy could have tossed it up that far, and we don't see any other signs that he's still in the area. We call up into the tree, but there's obviously no one in it, you know, just to make sure. We were all just kind of sort, kind of just sort of left with scratching our heads. They're like, oh, what the fuck is going on? We keep searching for the guy. But we never found him. We even bring our canines out, but they just lose his scent before they even get to the tree. Eventually, the search is called off because there's really no other signs, no other calls that we that there was uh, that man out there. And plus, they had to attend to other calls that were coming in. <laughs> what? My brain didn't hear you out. You 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 said no sign that Batman is out there. I heard you say there was no sign that Batman's out there. There's no sign of Batman out there, guys. Batman is not real. <laughs> Get over yourselves. But the Mothman, that bitch is real. <laughs> Mothman gang. I, I don't know anything about Batman other than he's he's good. I'm Batman. Like that's 
I love I love Batman. <laughs> anyways, anyways. Yeah, anyway. Anyways, anyways, anyways. Anyways, anyways, anyways. So the guy's wife called us um every day for months asking if we had found her husband. It was very heartbreaking to hear her get more and more hopeless every single time that she called. I'm not sure why this call in particular was so upsetting, but I think it was just the sheer improbability of it that the questions that were raised, how the hell did that guy's cane end up in the tree? (laughs) Did someone kill him and then toss it up there as some like weird trophy? Uh, We did our best to find him, but it was almost like a taunt. We still talk about it to this day. So here's this next little uh, weird. Okay. Uh, before you go into yeah. the before you go in, 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 into that, what if there's some weird like cult or society <gasps> out in the woods, uh, or at least practices out in the woods that just there's no missing person at all. They just place weird objects and weird signs randomly within the woods. So whenever you notice it, you call for help, and that just lures people deeper and deeper into the woods. Well, that would work on some cases, but all of these cases are calls made by people who are like, hey, my oh. family member's missing. Where are they at? So like this dude. Who, was... who, who's to say that that person's not, not telling the truth? Well, I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know exactly (laughs) i don't know i was gonna say like i could see sort of see that but in this case of like kidnapping people and making them part of their group so what you're saying is there's a chance there's a chance (laughs) (laughs) only only because cults are very fascinating like like my like my mind went to like the secret village or something you know Ooh, yeah see like have you ever watched uh evil lives here it's on Discovery I Plus. I want to. I'm 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 going to now. You're going to now. Okay. I'm going to now. Well, it's not it's not about like demons and paranormal stuff. It's about like real life people. And what the show does is they interview the people who like lived with the evil person, and some of them are like cult leaders, and some of them are like serial killers. And it's really I... you were mentioning the cult, and I was like, that kind of makes me think about like, oh, that would be really weird if I've watched uh. I lived with a I I uh I, I watched the show um I lived with a murderer. I, See, that's I, a good one too. Yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah, but anyways. Anyways, anyways. <laughs> Next part of his story. So this one's uh talking about kids. So that's very sensitive to you. Uh, skip ahead. Um, missing kids are the most heartbreaking. Doesn't matter what the circumstances are. <laughs> Uh, they go missing under it's never easy and we always always he emphasizes dread the ones we find deceased it's not common but it does happen david pollitz talks about how, talks about kids sar search and rescue team um find in places that they shouldn't be or couldn't be i can honestly say i haven't heard about this kind of thing happening more than i've seen it but I'll share one of the ones that I think about the think about the most that I have witnessed personally. A mother and her three kids were out for a picnic in the area of a park that has a small lake. One is six, one is five, and the other one is about three. She's watching them really closely. And according to her, she never lets them out of her sight at any time. She never saw any anyone else in the area either, which is very, very important. She packs their stuff up and they start to head back to the parking area. Now, this lake is only about two miles into the woods, so it's not very deep in the woods. Um, and it's very clear to establish where the trail is at to the lake. Very, very clear trail. It's almost impossible to get lost getting from the parking area to it unless you are deliberately going off the path like an imbecile. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing it on purpose. Her kids are walking in front of her when she hears what sounds like someone coming up the path behind her. She turns around and in four or so seconds, she's not looking. Her five-year-old son vanishes. So she's looking ahead and she's walking. Her three kids are in front of her. 
she keeps going she turns around when she hears somebody behind her like just kind of looks back looks in front that's how long she did it and her five-year-old son is gone out of nowhere and no like footsteps and no running no nothing see is what she says i mean what this lady says anyways to to the search and rescuer the only thing that pops into my head is he fell into a hole you seem i don't i don't know i really don't yeah um like, if the if the story is real um i don't really know yeah because um because it, there's no mention of a hole or anything like that it's just kind of weird yeah yeah i don't know i don't know she figures he stepped off the path to pee or something or got interested in something and just kind of veered off a little bit she asked her other two to to sorry it makes sense right guys they both tell they both tell her so she both she asked her um younger kids where he went and they both tell her that a big man with a big scary face came out of the woods next to them took the kid's hand and led him into the trees so again back to this fucking scary man coming out of the woods snagging people up the two remaining kids don't seem upset. In fact, when she she says later that it seems like they've been drugged, <laughs> they're sort of spacey and fuzzy. So, of course, she freaks out, starts looking frantically in the area for her kid. She starts screaming his name and says at one point she thinks she hear, heard him answer her. Now, obviously, she can't blindly go running into the woods searching for her kid. She's got her two other kids with her she can't go frantic going everywhere so she calls the police and they send out they send out the search and rescue team so he's like we go out immediately we responded and we started the search for him of course over the course of the search which spanned for miles we never found a single trace of the kid the canines did not pick up any scent we could not find any clothing or broken bushes literally anything that would signify a child had been there was not there of course there was a a suspicion about the mother for a while but it was clear that she was completely destroyed by the whole thing we looked for this kid for weeks and with a lot of the volunteer help but eventually the search peters out and we have to move on so they had to give up on the search the volunteers keep searching though and one day we get a call over the radio letting us know that a body had been found and needs to be recovered they tell us the location and none of us could believe it we figured it had been a different kid but we go out there and about 15 miles from the site where he vanished he sure enough we found the body of the kid we've been looking for so they found the body of this kid that they were really trying to find we have been trying to figure out how this kid got where he did ever since we found him and i've never come up with an answer an explanation a volunteer just happened to be in the area because he figured he might as well look in places no one else was ever looked yet um you know just on the chances that a body could have been dumped there or anything he comes off to the base of the trail a rocky slope halfway up he sees something he looks through his binoculars and sure enough it's the body of a little boy stuff in a little opening in the rock he recognizes the color of the kid's shirt so he knows right away that it's the missing boy that's when he calls it in and we're dispatch it took us almost an hour to get his body down and none of us could believe what we were seeing not only was this kid 15 miles from where he started but there was no possible way he could have gotten up there on his own so he's actually in like a really rocky slope so his body was like almost like stuffed there deliberately so it it like if you think about a slope a really rocky slope it's that's like stupidly hard to climb up of i always whenever i think about like a really rocky slope i think of like rock berries yeah that's kind of they're kinda like everywhere yeah. Over there. yeah so i always think of like um that's what i think about i think about the rocky slopes like that that you there's no way you can walk up that without hurting yourself there's just no way that's kind of how they found his body it was just kind of like stuck there and it's just kind of weird a little weird yeah is it it, it's almost like something with 
natural evolving traction or wings. Something. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, but it's weird. It took us almost an hour to get his body down, and none of us could believe what we were seeing. Not only was this kid 15 miles from where he started, but there was no possible way he would have gotten up there on his own. The slope is treacherous, and it's very hard even for us to climb up it with gear. A five-year-old boy had no way of getting up there. Of that, I am certain. Not only that, but the kid does not have a scratch on him. Doesn't have a scratch on him. His shoes were gone. He's built different built different that poor kid was built different his shoes were gone but his feet weren't damaged or dirty so it wasn't so something as if picked I, him up mm-hmm, something it, picked as him he's up. yeah as it as it says it says so it wasn't as if an animal just dragged him there it would he would have been scratched up somewhere mm-hmm. so it's like it was he was just lifted and just plopped there so it wasn't as if an animal dragged him up there and from what we could tell, he hasn't been dead. He hadn't been dead that long. And of course, this has been like a while of them searching, like a while. He had been out there for over a month by that point, And it looked like he had only been dead for at the most a day or two. The whole thing was very unbelievably strange. And it was one of the most disconcerting calls I had ever been to. We found out that the coroner determined that the kid had died from exposure. He'd been frozen to death, probably late at late at night two days before we found them there was no suspects no answers and to this day it's the weirdest thing i've ever seen so Mm. that one is a little uh a little 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 strange dying from exposure is normal it's very common yeah that's a very common thing but how he got up there and the timing differential Mm -hmm. once again the story is not true, but could be. Yeah. But in my head, thinking of how it could be, it doesn't fucking make sense. No, it does not make sense. It doesn't, which makes it paranormal. Like, yeah. What could have? That just doesn't make any sense. That just doesn't. It does. It doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't. Um, and one little note here. Uh. For our listeners at the, at, the, at this point, uh, we are we're talking about this and did the research on, or she did the re- the research on this, and we're talking about this uh, just in theory because it is a very paranormal based story. But if you would like us to do this type of thing more, where we read uh, the theoretical stories and just talk about them uh, that are fake to a core but could be real to a extent uh let let us know and we'll do like a spin-off thing where like we have our own little sad si- series of just this yeah yeah so, please yeah. please let us know but this any- is uh, basically a test run <laughs> yeah <laughs> to see if you guys like this and if so then great because there's plenty and, uh, out there that i could talk about for like ever <laughs> and if you want the since these stories are inherently not true this could be like our drunk episodes where like <gasps> oh shit bro <laughs> i'm actually going to um stop right there okay because um the rest of them are about the same the rest okay. of the stories and i don't want to go too far into it okay i kind of want to stop it right there so everybody can uh, go to his um reddit page and keep reading for yourself gotcha um that was so stairways stairways that lead to nowhere a man with no face and a boy that got stuck in the rock somehow yeah so basically what i i know you were questioning earlier because i was trying to keep it really vague like what would what would you want to call this episode i didn't want to like explicitly say it but basically this is search and rescue so paranormal happenings with search and rescue so okay. <laughs> I didn't want to like keep it like um yeah pretty uh to the point but um should yeah I, should I do our slash search and rescue yeah 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 okay um so that's all I want to read from his post so that way y'all kind of like got a little taste of like what he has um again and I'll I'll give 
we'll put the a link to yeah. his whole thing but i'm gonna just if you just want to just type it in the search um it's underneath um no sleep um and his username is uh search and rescue woods um usually if you pop if you just type that in it'll be the first thing that pops up even if you just type it in google it will be the first thing it pops up it's a very popular story um i can't remember how many parts he has um i want to say there's like four or five there may be more than that but there is a lot that he talks about which makes it even more interesting that it could be like maybe some of these are real and some of these are fake and so on and so forth just like just the the wild part is that that's like making my brain like somewhat rattled is like yeah these specific stories are not true but like it'll it's so easy for them to be true yeah yeah well, and that's another thing. Like some, uh, if you read some of the comments, some of them are like, well, "What if this is true? What if these yeah. are true?" And he's actually like, um, coming out with his stories and be like, "Yeah, these are these are real." But the, yeah. the the other thing is like, "Well, what if they are fake?" It's been like a whole debate for like a very very long time with this user in particular. But there's many other users out there who did the same thing, who would just like vaguely put their uh. paranormal encounters and just like not even specifically saying that it's paranormal they'll just like put it somewhere and just be like this is weird here you go and that's basically what i found really interesting about this because there's not one bit in his in his stories where he's like oh this is a paranormal thing that happened he just blatantly just goes out and is like yeah this is really weird i can't scientifically explain this so here you go and that's gotcha. kind of like what all of his story stories are about and they're very interesting so i really suggest you to go read them because they're a very 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 good read that's kind of gotcha. i kind of wanted to share that today because it's been on <laughs> it's been weighing on my mind so bad lately <laughs> that i was trying to research on other things and i was like god gotta i gotta share this i gotta read this i gotta share it i can't i can't get it out of my head I need to just I just need to read it <laughs> I just gotcha. need to just go read it I can just research about another place later uh, <laughs> other the other place I was researching but do you have anything else as far as research done on this or anything else that you that you would like to talk about that is about this um yes okay so if you find stairs in the middle of the woods don't touch them <laughs> okay if you're a person in the middle of the woods run the other way <laughs> This is coming from, okay, okay, I'm going to be serious for a minute. I really am going to be serious for a second. Give me a minute. Try and be serious. Serious mode. Pudding. Pudding. Oh, I would love some pudding right now. I don't need pudding. Anyways, (laughs) Um, if you do go hiking, if you do go to a national park, please be safe. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. (laughs) I'm going to do it. I'm going to threaten. (laughs) <laughs> i can do this i can do this without looking at you <laughs> i'm gonna look at this wall <laughs> um if you do go hiking in national park please be safe please be aware of your surroundings be aware of mythical creatures that could come snatch you up at any given second i'm not looking at you trevor <laughs> i'm not looking at you I'm trying to be serious okay uh be careful of the actual wildlife there don't start a fire don't be a dumbass don't smoke in the woods be safe if you see somebody who's hurt help them so on and so forth yes respect 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 but also uh, oh wait i already mentioned the house thing in the beginning with the flowers okay yeah. never mind i'm good um, i'm good y'all okay. if that's all you have i would like to uh say for all for all of you that have gotten to this point i would like to say one thing that's really cool like like an exciting plus it's more content for us um uh for those who don't know uh i am now a paranormal investigator for a living okay. uh, um i am working currently in training with the company ghost hunts usa, USA. and and <laughs> i'm gonna be their jingle <laughs> and uh in uh and mid-may i start my mom my, my training and i'm gonna be doing a two-night event at missouri state penitentiary you I, heard it here folks and, missouri state penitentiary and i don't know how that's going to affect the recording process in that time 
Uh, but when the next podcast you see after mid-May, I will have my experience as a paid paranormal investigator. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Expect that. Ex- expect that. Expect it. Expect it, guys. It's here. It's now. It's ready. It's going. Boom. Explosions. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't he know gave where... me the same look my husband gives me every single day. <laughs> He's just like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> y'all same, y'all share the same star sign, so it's just kind of... <laughs> oh, a, sa- a Sagittarius? A Sagittarius. A Sagittarius? Sagittarius. A Sagittarius. A Sagittarius. Dude, I am a Sagittarius, and I am proud. You should be. <laughs> Should be very proud. <laughs> um, but yeah, if that's all you have, that's all I have. That's all I have, okay. guys. This has been episode number 22. Um, yeah. Uh, thank you all for watching. If you've gotten this far, thank you very much. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe, notification bell. We're on Twitter and Instagram. Um, don't forget to rate us on iTunes and Spotify. Um... If you have any ideas, questions, concerns about what the fuck she's doing right now, or if you have any ideas on your <laughs> topics, be sure to email us um, at we the haunted podcast at gmail.com. Um, uh, if you'd like to sponsor us, as long as you're, you're, you're you know, creepy based and fucking hit, hit us up. Or we'll, 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 we'll take a sponsor from Bounty the Talus. I don't give a shit. Um, Ooh, I'll take it. Give me. <laughs> um, um, also, if, uh, speaking Patreon. about sponsors, Patreon's about to come up. Patreon's yeah, we, finally about to come up. My lazy ass is finally getting that shit into gear. Yes. I just uh, gotta put some little sprinkles on top of that cake and she's gonna be out there. So if you do wanna support us, yes. Uh, same name, We the Haunted. Yep. We comma the haunted. We comma Uh, we comma the haunted. haunted. And (laughs) also constitution. (laughs) That was a fucking reference. Um, I was gonna say. Oh yeah. Uh, she has agreed. Um, we have mutually accepted that if she takes care of all of the background, uh, the processes on Patreon and Instagram and stuff, I'm the editor. She's the She's the background producer. Which is why (laughs) I take it so long. I stare every episode. I make the I make the graphics. I edit the podcast. I I upload it. I think of all the 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 descriptions and her only job is to click buttons. Thanks. Thanks. Anyways, see that laughs like. <laughs> anyway, we all love her. We all love her, even though I do a lot more work. Uh, but we all love her. Um, <laughs> uh, this has been episode twenty-two. Thanks for watching, and I have been Trevor Haunted Faith, and we also have Lily, the one and only, and reverse mic drop. <gasps> reverse mic drop. <laughs> Later. Later.